I heard something rustling in the background. <laughs> oh, my mic's broken. Ah, oh, man, he be be caught by my my goof. All right, are we going? Yeah, we're live, buddy. All right, well, hi everybody and welcome. Where's that camera? Hi everybody and welcome. We're live, buddy. To a teleporting, pre-taping. Bravo. Judas challenging episode of the Brothers of Discussion. We're going to talk everything from the benefits of WrestleMania being pre-taped in an empty arena, former WWE talent letting their freak flags fly. Woo! WWE. That and much, much more. Matt, would I be remiss if I didn't remind you that yet another week of hot, spicy, flavorful, fajita-sizzling wrestling is upon us. That's right. I don't know why we're doing more sound effects now that we have a camera. All uh, right, but Matt, yeah. <laughs> you don't need to do that anymore. We could just say fajitas. Matt, <laughs> you're in the midst of uh, an eight-month-old. Your job's going great, and now wrestling's even better. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing great. I, honestly, I hope everybody uh, that's, that's having the uh, COVID virus affect their job. Um, Stay well. Live strong. Oh, wait. No, don't do that. That's that's a bad tagline at this point, right? Uh, stay strong. Let's just say that, that. Lance Armstrong reference. Yep, that's why I said that was a bad that was a bad route to go. Just in case people were going, wait, did he? Wait, what was he <laughs> referencing? I went ahead and helped you out, man. That was Thanks. Lance. Not Lance Storm. Not Lance, Lance Armstrong. Armstrong. <laughs> 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 that's not a Lance Storm or a Lance Archer. Right, there's plenty of Lances we could have referenced that made Lance more Bass. sense for this show. Uh, right. But everybody, like, guess what? Uh, we got video. Woo! We are yeah. doing it because we love you. And uh, we want you to see our beautiful faces. Yeah, look at them. A couple of handsome, handsome guys. Yeah. For everybody that was like, all right, the brothers of discussion. So these couple of cool black guys talking wrestling. Nope, we're just a couple of plain cool white. white guys. <laughs> um, now we are. Let me let me do this right. Uh, this is our, our new. St- Can anybody read it? It's the brothers of discussion. So in case you forget, I put a T-shirt back here. So while you're watching, I, this I feel like a weatherman right now. I'm watching my arm go up. There's a lot of brothers of discussion in this area over here. <laughs> You kind of look up here. We got a big front of the fiend. Some, so you want to uh, be careful. Paperwork here. I, I made sure that I took all the things that could get me in trouble. Those are out of here. They're actually right here. So we're good. If you guys can read anything on this sheet, it's uh, nothing important. So do do your best. Um, I actually didn't review, so please don't read that. Anyway. Everybody, if you want more Brothers of Discussion, uh, this will be the only video you can watch. But if you want more, yeah, you guys get to see all my dancing now while we're recording. What? I might have to turn off my video so I don't see that. I don't. 
But um, <laughs> uh, if you want to find more Brothers of Discussion, go to bodpodcast.com, brothersofdiscussion.com. You can find our Facebook, our live discussion group as Live Wrestling Discussion, uh, brought to you by bodpodcast.com. Uh, we're on Instagram as the brothers underscore of underscore discussion. Uh, did I miss anything? The Twitter is at BOD Podcast. Uh, that's where we do most of our good work. And uh, the the Instagram now is just like primarily memes. If I if I take a screenshot and, uh, you know, I'm inspired enough, there we go. Nice, cute little meme about uh, me. What was the one I did last night? Tony Schiavone was, was looking at uh, Cody Rhodes with stars in his eyes. So... Of course, Cody's me talking about uh, the dream he had the night before, and Tony Schiavone is uh, is my dog listening because nobody's nobody wants to listen to your dreams, everybody. Uh, but what are our hopes and dreams, everybody? Uh, we're we're hoping that you're going to subscribe, uh, rate, review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, you can find us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, um, anywhere you listen to podcasts. You can find us now, thanks to Anchor.fm. So, with that being said. Mike is ready. It's FN. Ah, I gotcha. It's an FN. <laughs> I was trying to do a B and then I messed it up. So there's like, it looks like a D to you guys. Wait, it's a D to me. All right, maybe it's a B. Oh. Yeah, I'm a little worried that because of the way we're looking at the webcams <laughs> right now, that everybody's going to be trying to read the Brothers of Discussion backwards. So I apologize, but by the next episode, we'll know how this is recording should we do a test stop recording and figure it out nah well you'll be fine you'll know it says brothers of discussion no you do it you do a wwe style just throw it out there and see what sticks all right well we'll we'll check in with what aew's doing and then we'll copy them (laughs) when they do it better in a few days um (laughs) man we got some big news um we're finally gonna talk some wrestling uh wrestlemania much, I know. I don't know if uh, so. When you look at the camera, I'm assuming yeah. that you you're peering into my soul, and then I realize no, you're looking at the camera. So then I look at it's your really... face on the screen. I'm really breaking the fourth wall here, and then I look down at my face, and I'm just staring down. It looks like I'm staring at the floor while you're talking. Go ahead. Let me. <laughs> no, it's uh. What I got to do is probably uh put like a, I don't know. A pick like a little ducky or something, like a little toy on top of the camera, so I remember to look at her. I should probably um, just move my you camera. Gotta, when you're doing promos, sometimes you got to look at the camera, all right? Because I keep looking at the notes, and the camera's like up there. So I look at the notes, and I look at the camera. I look at the notes, I look at the camera. Um, I feel like Ricochet trying to cut a promo. Bingo! All right. So, uh, Matt, WrestleMania is going to be pre-taped, okay? Okay. Now, we're obviously doing this for he who won't be named COVID. Um, I think the obvious thing is, does this dampen the experience? You know, you're watching, a, you're watching old wrestling. Oh, it already happened. No, no. I, I think I'm going to make the argument. I think there's actually some pros to this. Yeah, oh, I, absolutely. I was, yeah, I was going to say, I've been, I've been thinking, it, uh, thinking about it all week, like uh, the different kinds of things that Just, they'll be able to do now that they – no, I, I have. I swear. <laughs> Wait, let me burp. This will be the first time anybody can see the burps live. Um, They've been clamoring. Now you got them. <laughs> 
Um, so I'm thinking of like Lucha Underground and like the uh, the cinematography efforts that were put into place for that show because they were they just straight up said this isn't going live. We're gonna make this look amazing though. We're gonna take you know we're gonna do some pretty sweet looking uh, angles for our pro wrestling like. The hard camera is is gone. We're going to do something really cool. And then you think about the fact that The Fiend is wrestling at WrestleMania and how many amazing things they could do during that match. Uh, I mean, so, so yes. Uh, to I think this will go down in history as one of the most interesting WrestleManias. It'll be the most unique. And there are a lot of negatives that go into that being unique. And starting with, no crowd. And we've seen the WWE. I, I've loved the promos, um, but everything else just kind of falls flat, right? I think uh, maybe the announcers have actually gotten better because they're, they're, it's like now we're in this self-aware world where the WWE can finally jump outside of like the WWE circle or, or like this little bubble that they put themselves into of like making sure the network is set a million times and and things like yeah. that, and they, they've actually improvised a little bit, um, especially when it was Michael Cole and, and <clears throat> Paul Levesque out there. Um, but with that, I'm, I'm hoping that, uh, you know, we're, we're getting the news that this is going to be pre-taped. I'm hoping that that's because they're telling themselves this hard camera, live audience, or no live audience thing is not working. We've got to do something else. And I, I just... Mike, I don't know. I guess one of the most memorable matches of us growing up was The Rock and Mankind in an empty arena. And there were a lot of uh, unique camera angles and creative choices that we can't see during a live wrestling match because it's too big of a chance to take. So were those the best creative choices? No, I think they that match could be improved of 10 million percent. But... Um, Go back and watch that. You guys will see some some more creative takes and camera choices. That's the kind of thing I hope will come out of it. For me, that's my biggest pro. And since I get to go first, the biggest con, Mike, no audience. So, love you. Um, Matt? Yeah. Every year we do this. Um, where, you know, WrestleMania is like 15 matches long. Takes like five hours. Oh and, my god! So we've already fixed one of those issues. We're going to split it into two days. Right. The other thing is, I, even like the like the biggest one of the bigger WrestleManias ever. You know, happened to be in Michigan in the Silver Dome. Uh, you know, Hogan and Andre, and they called it. You know, kind of kind of had you know two, kind of had two main events, and then uh, Steamboat and Macho Man. So I think it's pretty cool. Is um, what a hot take to say something's pretty cool. Uh, what you can do when you're pre-recording these matches is <laughs> sequence. So then we, we don't have those instances where, you know, the last match could be like a squash for Lesnar and it's only like five or six minutes. Then you're just kind of underwhelmed and you're like, oh, that's it? That, now you yes. can put these in any order you want. That, no, I, I, I'm saying yep, not to stop you. But. What's fun about it is that it's not um, – we don't need them in, se in sequential order because they don't really feed into each other as much. You know, uh, the only year you'd really worry about that was, you know, when guys were still carrying the, the briefcase. Right. Um, but now it's a little bit like WWE can almost do like a, 
like when when Black Mirror on Netflix would kind of um, kind of push you to choose you know particular episodes based on your interests. And so now they they can kind of get a feel for how everybody likes them. This is even another thing you could do. But um, you know, to, depending on the quality, you can kind of stagger them that way. Or Man, if they got really inventive, we're not going to be ready for it this year because this is kind of a panic situation. But it's almost like you could you could do that. You know, people who like tag team matches, maybe you know, stagger those towards the end. Uh, you know, the people you don't care about as much. You know, those rings of the circus that you aren't as enamored with. Those could kind of yeah, you know, maybe in a pre-show, your own pre-show. But that's going you know that's going a step ahead. What I'm saying here is now depending on the match quality. People can get in a room, put all these matches back to back, and then just mm-hmm. kind of map out the night and make the like the most successful, you know, four hour program that they can do. I think ultimately like the the pro here for both of us is that there's there's so many new creative and, and production uh, choices they could make that uh, so here's what we're doing. Here's the scary part. Are we fantasy producing this show just the same as we fantasy book a WrestleMania and and we hope Nakamura's gonna walk away beating AJ Styles because it just makes sense. And then, you know, then we're just getting nut punches uh, at the end of the night. So I, <laughs> I, I mean, I think there is a wow. lot to come out of this. I'm hoping that they're gonna look at this as more of an opportunity than uh, than just I don't know a challenge still works, it's, but it's, then like a roadblock. See, I, like we're still not taking this far enough. So. One, you can just record the matches, you know, stagger them out, kind of like, you know, a comedian does their second best joke first and, you know, leaves with the headliner and then kind of, you know, somebody pull the curtain, somebody close the show. But what the, we didn't consider was um, what a treat it was going to be to watch that triple threat, Charlotte, Becky, and Ronda. And then mm-hmm. the finish kind of ended on a botched roll-up, and then it was just kind of over, and we were like, oh, that's how Ronda loses her first match. Yay. Oh, right. You can redo the finish. Yeah. That's the best point. Yeah, that is the best point. If somebody fucks up again, you know what? Cancel cancel Shayna. I'm sorry, Shayna. You'll get your moment in the sun. Get Ronda back out there. Film a Ronda versus Becky match for seven, seven hours. Give yourself – put the seven hours aside. Let's make no, this it's... thing look perfect. Let's do – Oh my God! You know what? They should do like an old kung fu movie type moves. I mean, like we're gonna talk about Matt Hardy teleporting later. Yeah. Uh, I think this is it. This is where we do like flying kicks, like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Like they, <laughs> they could yeah, really like, take this to a whole other level. You got me so excited. Now we're totally fantasy producing this show, and uh, it's gonna, it's not gonna live up to these expectations. But goddamn, there's yeah, so many I mean, opportunities here. Yeah. I- you know, we're losing a, a huge element of wrestling, which is the crowd. Uh, arguably, 90% of it is, you know, getting them to boo or cheer and then getting the people at home excited based on the crowd noise. Yeah. Um, so we got to do something. And now we can basically have perfect finishes. Yep. Um, it's, it's, you know, the one thing everybody's been talking about is uh, now WWE can have Roman Reigns win and the, the whole uh, stadium won't be booing him. You know, yeah, away. You know, you know, I, was, but that's... I was just, I was just gonna, I was just gonna throw one more point in, and it's still, it's still piggybacking off the exact same idea, but it's just like, you know, Stallone shooting these Rocky movies, and they're always like perfectly choreographed, and you know, he's not doing that in one shot; they're doing a couple fights, right? 
So it's like now you can totally make this almost like a wrestling movie where you can just, you know, maybe do a couple cuts and just, you know, pick the best one. Take the best finish. Oh, you're now I'm watching you. Your your video and audio are off by like a half a second. So oh like, no! Oh, what's he saying? Um <laughs> No, I, I think so I'm gonna walk I'm gonna step away and say that there's a ton of opportunity. I think ultimately this can be a good thing and we shouldn't we shouldn't be so upset about all of these choices that are being made. Number one, that they actually are doing this show. Number two, that it's pre-recorded. I think if there's no audience, and I mean the whole reason we do it live, right, is because of what you said, is to get the audience reaction. If the yeah. audience is out of there, make this the most clean looking WrestleMania ever. Ever. I mean, Mike, I this sounds silly. But then we all know that this is this is fake. I hate saying that on the show. <laughs> Still real to us, but no. Um, Mike, you have an opportunity now to sell extended cut of matches after that. The director's cut. I'm dead serious. Like there's a whole nother like WrestleMania yeah. that will exist, um, you know, God. somewhere. And it'll be something that you could sell on the network. It'll be something that they, they still do DVD sales, unbelievably. Uh, but yeah, you know they're still doing you those. Know you know what's really funny about that is like uh, people always get mad about like, uh, um, like you brought up Nakamura punching AJ in the nuts. Right. Like, you know, you could do the Vince McMahon cut or you could watch the Triple H cut. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> radically different outcome. Like, yeah. We'll have whole, uh, tributary of different like fallouts from his decisions you know? it'll it'll be like the hashtag like the zach uh zach uh snyder cut for justice league yeah people swear yeah. no this is a good movie i'm telling you it's <laughs> not shit like the other one it's actually yeah. good yeah, yeah. um but I, on top of all that mike uh if we're uh we're doing we're coming up with these new ideas for content to put on the network the wwe is also giving out free network uh, during these hard times, hard, hard times, hard, hard times, Daddy. <laughs> uh, so during these hard times, we have some free WWE network. I, I don't know. I, I really wanted to see if they have, I, I know they want to get you on the network and subscribed and you know, one free, that's how they get you all those, you know, streaming services. But I really thought there was an outside chance that maybe, maybe like Fox would get the rights to some WrestleMania. I know they. I know they get to show some of the old stuff, but I just wondered if you know it was in the cards to get people you know well, invested in the stories. It was interesting to me that this this uh, past Sunday it was ESPN that was showing WrestleMania 30. Um, I didn't catch it, so I don't know if it was like a highlight show or if they were like, "Fuck it, run the whole thing, 12 hours, go." Um, I'm, I'm guessing it was it was more highlights, but uh, you know I, that that would have been a prime opportunity so is this proof that fox is already like you know they have access to the wwe or are they like no this isn't what we want to put on our our yeah. station it i mean obviously covid is horrible uh but you gotta think like as a wrestling com company and fox with this weird product it's the only sport they have you gotta think like eh, maybe we do a little experimenting here and kind of see what the viewership is for a you know us playing wrestlemania in its entirety you know from six years ago so 
it, uh, you know, I think it's a missed opportunity if they don't, you know, show the entire broadcast and, you know, kind of see what they can <clears throat> kind of, you know, worm away from Vince McMahon's, you know, dead fingers over there. Because um, I, I think the viewership, depending on the, the marketing, it'd be pretty good. You get people watching, like, bowling reruns, you know. So if you could get people watching, like, you know, the coronation of the S movement, I, you know, I think you can get people watching that. It'd be like an ESPN classic kind of thing. Well, yeah, the, the ultimate thing we're going to be watching, though, is going to be, and I know I might be moving quicker than we want. No, you're good. But that Gronk entrance, if we don't get another, like, exact replica of what we saw on SmackDown last week, uh, what are we doing? Why is Gronk here? Gronk needs to study that tape. He's been studying tape for his whole NFL career, I think. I don't know. When you have Tom Brady as a quarterback, it doesn't matter. Anyway, studying tape the whole time. He better study every single <laughs> Like minute every, detail, of every that. nuance, yes. every nuance, I want every exact number of hip when, shakes all when the he's way down grabbing the, the the pole and and grinding on it, and you could tell like Michael Cole's like no, it's, no, like that's not what that's for. That's not what that's for. And I, I love the cut to to Mojo during that too, and he's just he wants to roll on the ground laughing so bad. Um, I, I, for one, I am thinking this Gronk thing, if this is, if this is a cheerleader, I'm, I'm more okay with it. Um, yeah. I don't think he's coming in to like win championships. This isn't uh this isn't a David Arquette situation. Uh, but you know, even though now he's sexually almost yeah, killing he's, himself. Yeah, he's, killing yeah, himself he's, out, he's wrestling, out there, but, he's wrestling. Oh. Yeah, just to stay on topic, the, uh, the Gronk stuff, I, I think I'm becoming more of a fan of it. Like at first. I saw that entrance and I was like, oh boy, here we go. But, uh, you know, the guy, he actually, he has a better delivery than Charlotte Flair. So, uh, on the stick. So I, I can't be too mad. At I him. don't know what you are talking about, Matt. <laughs> I think she sounds really strong on the microphone. <sighs> Her, uh. I would love to see a feud between AJ Styles and Charlotte. Just... <laughs> Like the match Woo! will be great, right? But goddamn, um, all right. Five star, five I, time. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm curious. Mike I'm curious here, Mike. On the um, show notes, yeah. it says WrestleMania. Yep. Free WWE Network. Mm-hmm. Gronk entrance. Yep. Hashtag. <laughs> challenge. What are we? Are we doing the Judas? I don't know the lyrics, so I'd have to. I don't either. You just got a Sammy Guevara, you know, hack your way through. I'm coming, I'm coming, Judas, Judas in my mind. I don't know. It's uh, I just for all the hard work WWE does to like market and get on box and stuff. AEW, their marketing plan is let's see what Jericho does this week. <laughs> he just, he, I, I don't know. He just, he picked up the, the Spanish God and got him to get all giggly, charismatic, and they became best friends. And they come out and they do the song. And then all of a sudden, everybody's doing the song. And I, I don't know. Jericho, he's, I, he's just a catchphrase marketing wizard. I wish so bad that I knew the, the, how the Lady Gaga song Judas sounded because I, I just so I'm looking up the lyrics and that's what popped up. I got I wish so bad 
because I would I would be singing that right now. All right. Uh, that would be awesome if you could get retweeted <laughs> for singing Lady Gaga's Judas. Uh, so all right. So I, I I think I have a good handle on this. Um, are we doing this? Am I doing I, it? I don't know. Let me get the lyrics because I'm all only right. like I'm like Sammy Guevara. I'm not quite at that cameraman's level. Should I? Do we go? Do we do a brothers of discussion version and we sing at the same time, or should I just uh, jump in here and you take the second verse? Um, I think we open with. You are beautiful on the inside. inside. You, you are, are innocent, innocent and fine. I will drag, drag you down, down and, and sell you out. Run away. Don't do it. I have collected this I have carved out this soul made of stone, and I will drag you down and sell you out. Embraced by the darkness, I'm losing the light. Encircled by demons, I fight. What have I become? Now that I've been trained. Everyone I've ever loved, I push them all away. away. I've been a slave to the Jews in my mind. Is there something is there something left for me to say? And the wreckage, the wreckage of, my, of life. my life. My life. My life. I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming. Judaism. Judaism in my mind. I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming. All right, I feel like that's pretty good. I made I woke up my baby and now she's crying. So we should probably stop. You woke up a lot of babies. <laughs> Yay! Um, right. I mean, if there's one thing that the WWE should copy, it's fun things like that. <laughs> and that's like yeah, that's they another should copy thing. Fun. Yeah, like I, I just I tweeted at somebody today, like they were talking about uh, Matt Hardy teleporting, and we'll get into that later. Um, it's just another sign that AEW is just having fun with this. Uh, but the WWE has copied one another thing, as we're still kind of in the WWE wrestling news. Uh, they switched their hard cam. I, I just what I oh, hope time. is this. This is time. sort of yeah, like like AEW looks like they're they're doing these no audience shows better i think uh they are pretty tough and at some point i think we should just not do them live and maybe after wrestlemania we'll see that you can just start recording these things and make them look better um like they are getting so close to almost being like perfectly compliant with with like covid quarantine rules and wrestling rules there's literally two guys on commentary a cameraman and two guys in the ring Nice and safe. It's like, yeah, everybody was a far enough up. distance away. I mean, aside from the wrestlers, but yeah, you know, we were really close to hitting every single rule, and it was entertaining, and I laughed a lot, and <laughs> that's all I want out of wrestling is laughs and excitement, and it's like a Michael Bay movie, but you know, it's live, kind of. You know, well, like, I had a great I, time. For for my job, I've I've recorded video, and then I just go to a service that'll push it out as a live video, and then I just wait and see if somebody comments on it. So then it's like I'm still there. I'm still available. Um, it's, it's, who knows? Maybe I'll do that with this. Maybe you're watching like, this live. 
like you know, you know the office yes it's, it's the office it's one of the greatest you know tv shows ever made but they put there's obviously like a template for every episode right mm-hmm. but they also had like episodes directed by like paul paul feig uh they had the regulars like they let the people who worked on the show like mindy kaling uh bj ryan direct episodes did you just read all the stuff from that new book that came out no i didn't oh and okay i was gonna say that <laughs> like like you know paul feig and they had like harold ramis directed episodes of the office and i guess what i'm trying to get at is that you yes, you can harold have that ramis. template but as far as like taking those risks camera wise like you're saying with AEW and the new you know hard cam do it like this is the perfect opportunity to experiment and then even change it going forward yep you know what i'm saying yeah like, one of the funniest things to me when you watch like wrestling on the network and then wrestling today some of the old wrestling on the network it was a hard cam like that camera didn't move it was just like eight rows up and it was just kind of a bird's eye view as two guys kind of went back and forth and it didn't tell the story at all like emotionally you didn't see their faces there wasn't zoom ins for like the high impact moves and it's evolved you know it's getting closer and closer it's more cinematic but this this is such a great opportunity there's no fans you can get angles from anywhere yeah you're not but like you're not obscuring any views or anything like that like you don't have to worry about getting some you know drunk guy with a obscene sign like this is it man like really take advantage of it and, and i feel like they're you know toe in the water but nothing they're not ugh, like go ahead jump in there man like get those get those weird angles with like the you know the camera dangling down the camera you know literally in the mat coming out of the posts uh ref cam wrestler cam the sky's the limit. I mean, you know. Well, I, I think I think uh, to jump into our next segment, like it, it should be tested in this boneyard match. Um, I don't. Have you bone seen anything? Cam. Yeah, bone cam. <laughs> get a big femur and put a camera in it. And when the Undertaker hits AJ, yeah, you get just to... don't. So they're copying AEW. Just don't Google bone cam and end up copying. You know. Oh, I don't know what X hamster is. All right, the bone cam. Oh, the bone cam. Oh, Alaros. <laughs> you. Uh, yeah, um, I don't know what this boneyard is ready. I don't know what's <laughs> going on here, Matt. Um, I'm excited because it seems like now this is this is that uh, the proof that we needed that there are going to be some creative uh, chances taken. Like we're going to roll the dice with some, some new camera angles or, or something that we'll probably never see again and we'll miss. Um, but yeah, I mean a boneyard match. I don't know what the, I don't know what the fuck that means, but uh, we're going to find out. And again, I, I, that's the positive out of this, right? We play the, what's the pros and cons of everything. Well, like, you know what, you know, what makes me laugh is, yeah. um, you know, like on, res- on WWE, I almost said wrestling. It's only WWE who does this. They don't, they'll never say a guy is getting weapons. Oh, he's getting some toys. I really hope they're not calling it a boneyard because they don't want to say the word graveyard. Oh, my God. I, so here's the funny thing was people on Twitter were like, <laughs> did AJ Styles just fuck up and say boneyard instead of graveyard? <laughs> Thanks a lot. Now we got to run with Boneyard all the way through WrestleMania. Thanks, Andrew. Right, the, the graphics guy just motherfucker. It's a big black magic marker. Stupid AJ <laughs> made all these great graveyard posts, and now I got a new Boneyard. 
I so again, I I have no idea what it's going to be. I'm really hoping it doesn't turn into like an episode of the Flintstones and they're carrying around a couple of big white dinosaur bones. Ooh, I wouldn't mind that because sometimes AJ, <laughs> like he kind of gets running. They could do the little bongos. Oh, that would be kind of cute. Across the screen. Yeah. Didn't they do a WWE Flintstones thing? I'm pretty sure. Uh, I remember, they did. I remember Scooby-Doo. I don't remember the Flintstones. I'll look it up. I'm, I'm like 99% sure. Um, all right. Hey, AJ, was that a bone cam? Just, <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> so I mean, um, I, you know, it's funny. It's, we, we put these in the wrong order. We should have followed the stand-up comedy order because um, the last two items on here, yeah, really yeah, we can about. blitz through them. There's no yeah. obligation to linger. Ray, no, Randy Orton you know, did good on the mic. Yeah. And Ray Mysterio was down with the sickness. So he unfortunately, uh, you know what? Let me say this. Uh, it hasn't been officially announced, so I shouldn't say he definitely has it, but that oh. is the rumor swirling. Hopefully it gets better soon. Yeah, there, yeah, there's kind been, of scary uh, that you know, one of the older guys on the roster got it, so it kind of... Ah, he's still you know. outside of the range. We just got to keep him... Secure in his home. You just don't go outside. Before Stay we move on. Right? Yeah. Before we move on, like our our favorite, you know, thing to do is talk about what was the Wednesday Night Wars and now it's the Wednesday Night Slaughter for AEW. Um, was Randy Orton looking great on the mic? Uh, but so did Seth Rollins. Um, so did Heyman. Oh, God, yeah. That's Seth Rollins promo. That was like his so best good. Work. Yeah. And I gotta wonder, like he's really he's he's pretty good live. Like that's why he's in the spot that he's in, why he gets titles and stuff like that. Yeah. But I think this also kind of proves the point of like what you can do when you get two takes. When you get three takes. So if you're gonna tell me that, you know, the match quality is gonna match like the rest of the match quality is gonna equal, you know, uh what we saw like from these promos from some of the best, I think we might actually being for a pretty good WrestleMania. No, I, 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 that's actually a great point. So I'm just, I, I watch these promos and I'm just assuming that they're being broadcast live. I mean, they're broadcast live, but I'm assuming that they, they're not pre-recorded. Yeah. I mean, they used to do it. You know, we have the Psycho Sid with Jim Ross to where he thought he was we're being live, recorded. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it does happen. He wouldn't think that if it didn't happen. So there's right. our proof right there. Um, all of the Aleister Black promos happen pre-recorded. Um, so I guess that is, that is something that my brain for some dumb reason hadn't wrapped around. Like it didn't, it didn't even consider the fact that these promos had gotten 12 takes, but I don't care. I love them. And if that's how we just want I the end to, product. Yeah, yeah. If that's what I need to enjoy my promos. I don't know. I, I'm cool with that. Like, maybe we're learning, you know, the, the great guys are just that much better. The guys who suck could actually use the practice, see what it actually looks like to do a good promo. Like, instead of just, ah, no, you did fine, kid. We just needed you out there for 10 minutes. I, I didn't care what you look like. Like that, I don't know. Now we're just... So we have the sea biscuit problem where we're teaching him how to lose. We need him to yeah. learn how to win again. Um, but, so I, I guess a lot of a lot of good could come out of that uh, that extra practice. But no, yeah. that that's another great point to all of these audienceless shows and things that I'm not even considering. Uh, that Edge promo was one that meant a lot. Like it, like emotionally, was like, oh my god, this is this is a lot to take in. I mean, yeah. um, 
it does go. I know we're not quite at AEW yet. It does go to say how great and what a waste uh, Cody was in WWE because they're now these promos we're watching in the no audience shows for WWE are like, all right, fuck, these are all promo of the year. Um, and Cody was doing those on a weekly basis <laughs> to, to end the fall last year. So um, to that end, just a quick, as everybody knows, shout out to how great Cody really is. Um, but yeah, if this, if this is something we need to learn, Mm. it's like a change that needs to happen on uh i think i think i'm gonna need to pull that as just a gift that runs for the podcast <laughs> burping my eyeballs out um but if if this is us learning that this is the way half of the show needs to run now um yeah. you know do something else for the live audience i mean like uh i don't want to go too far off on a tangent we can talk more about this in another week but i mean if i go to a hockey game there's things that are happening on TV that I don't see at the hockey game. And then they do neat things in between periods, like people getting in big old bouncy balls and they bounce off each other and fly around the ice rink. So that figure something else out to do and make the TV show better. Um, well, that'll, I think the bouncy ball match, that'll be at the next uh, you know, AJ Styles versus Undertaker at Payback. You yeah. Know. Uh, um well let's uh let's kind of close out the show here because i know we always drag these out too far but uh matt what was the wednesday night wars it's now the aew slaughter um i i took one for the team i did uh nxt this week um and the show notes note one says lol who gives a fuck <laughs> um, and i brought that for a couple reasons because I, I watched a couple aew segments and it was just such well produced tv it was funny uh like the match quality was really good if you're watching um uh, oh my god like uh, who is kip sapien fighting the guy i the guy whose shirt i was just about to wear um uh, oh my god the skateboard guy man what is his name oh darby allen Darby. Why couldn't I think of Darby? I just said Arby's for dinner the Sorry. other day. I, I just um, got it. That was the worst time too. Cause I just got a text. So I'm reading that while you're <laughs> struggling. No, they, so let, I, they let him do uh, I really like that experimental promo he got to do where he's, uh, you know, the black and white. Um, he's taking out the masks of the inner circle and laying them on a table and burning them. Um, you know, all these symbolic gestures. Um, then he comes out, has a crazy physical, uh, like, uh, showcasing of all his moves. Um, uh, Shivani, and you get to hear Cody Rhodes, uh, you know, kind of do the inside talk there on some of the just like tiny stuff, like a headlock. Um, you know, Darby locks it in, and, and you get to hear Cody, you know, say, Look at that perfect form, you know, forearm over the ear there. You know, Sapien, he's gonna have some cauliflowers here in a, in a couple of years here at the end of his career. And it's just like, Man, what, what insight! This is really fun, and then. I go to NXT and my, my hopes are so high because they're, you know, they're having the, the women um, in a tournament to get in a six-woman ladder match, you know, uh, uh, you know try and get that, that title in NXT. And it's Leah versus Xia Lee. And I'm like, oh, man, I love Xia Lee. That's my girl. And before the match, they show a promo where um, Leah was crying. Uh, like, Xia Lee actually broke her face. She was bleeding. She's all messed up. And it was kind of, ooh, you know. You know, wrestling's it's still real to me, damn it. Right. And I was like, oh, man, this is going to be a juicy payoff match. You know, they're having a rematch. 
Uh, maybe it won't even end clean. Maybe, you know, one of them will – maybe they'll both enter the ladder match. Who knows? Possibilities are endless. And they show Alita with her bloody face, and she's bawling her eyes out, like <laughs> – like cartoonish crying. Yeah. I'm like, ugh, why don't they bill her like that? And then Zia Lee's music hits that. And I'm like, yeah, this is going to be my favorite match. And the music keeps playing. And Zia Lee doesn't come out. And the camera cuts to the back. Zia Lee is nursing her knee and crying like a baby. Not, not fun. So I appreciate that second of silence there because that was <laughs> Zia Lee's career. I was super bummed because I was kind of – I was thinking Zia would get her chance. She could be in the ladder match. But instead, uh, she cried. They made both women look ridiculous, one in the promo. So Leah was crying. Then they showed Zia crying. And it's not like they're like, ah, ah, this injury. Just got to pop it back in place. Ah, oh, it won't pop back in. There's nothing that can be done. It was just like – like sobbing, weeping, like, oh my God, I'm injured. Oh no. And so then Aaliyah, obviously, you know, they're alluding to she's the one who hurt Zaya. And this is such a long winded thing, but it's just, it was making me pull my hair out because I was just like, what is wrong with this show? So then they replace Zaya Lee with a different Asian person. And. <sighs> I feel yeah. comfortable phrasing it like that because WWE just did this crap with Angel Garza replacing Humberto Carrillo with Zelina Vega. And I, I'm sorry, with, you know, she was managing Andrade, then she moved on to Angel, and the only reason was it's, it's not because they're friends, you know, it's because Vince is, like, at the paint store and he's holding up the, hmm, well, these palettes kind of look like they go together. Let's uh, <laughs> let's do that. And then, you know, again, this is my second office reference. It's like Vince went to Benny Hanna and he didn't know if EO or Zaya was coming out and he marked the wrong arm. So then EO had to go out, you know, for Benny Hanna Christmas. <sighs> so it was all yeah. this. And then you turn on AEW and Chris Jericho is is yelling at a drone. <laughs> right. So it's just like completely different, like emotions, the different ways to do the storytelling. I leave the shows feeling bad. <laughs> I'm watching NXT like, why'd you treat the women like this? Why'd you do these weirdly racist things? And then you go to AEW, and it's this guy on a skateboard lighting a table on fire, or <laughs> and yelling at a, a helicopter robot. Like, what? What would you rather watch if I pitch that to you? Women crying? Or a guy yelling at a helicopter robot. Helicopter robot. Thank you. Yeah, I was pretty happy that I got to watch. Let's AEW put a Twitter poll up: crying women or yelling at a helicopter robot? Like, um, like it didn't. Oh, go, are we still doing NXT? All right, go ahead. I'm, no, I don't want to. It's just, <laughs> it was like two hours, as every episode is. Um, the only fun part for me it was Matt Riddle. Was it's like all these? I, I don't know why they like coach these guys to just like, you know, horse blinder out into the ring and, you know, now it's time to do my moves a couple times and learn my stuff off the ropes and, uh-oh, it's time to do the pin. All right, match is over. Like, the only guy of the whole two hours who seemed to, like, really embrace what was going on was Matt Riddle. 
he came out, you know, his music's hitting, he's still dancing, he's having a good time. He's fist bumping all these non-fans there and like gesturing and taking fake selfies with people in the front yeah. row who aren't there. Uh, he's pointing yeah. at the camera, he's posing in the ring, he's pointing more people who aren't there just laughing. Uh, there's a moment too, you know, like in wrestling where like two guys of similar ability will grapple and they'll have kind of a back and forth. And then after the uh, exchange, they're both kind of on even keel. Like, oh, I guess these guys are, you know, a good uh, quid pro quo for each other. You know, they match up evenly. Let us applaud their efforts. You know, like like two guys kind of bowing at each other. You know, that kind of applause. Roddy, yeah. and, Roddy and Riddle did that. And then they broke apart. And then Riddle was like, Doing his own applause at a moment where the crowd would have done it, and then yeah. you could you could see Rowdy start to like, like hide the <laughs> smile on his face. <laughs> so thank goodness for Matt Riddle. So remember, we used to not get him. I get him now. I'm on board. I'm buying in. I don't know if I'm Here, getting the shirt, but I get it. Here's my hot take on on that happening: is that right before Riddle came out. He was like, you really want me to pretend there's people out here? Yes, go out there. Pretend there's a whole crowd. So he just went ham and overdid it and was like, all right, I'm going to high five every motherfucker in this building. I, I like that idea. I'm pretty sure that's what happened. And he was kind of just going overboard just to kind of say, this is how ridiculous this looks. Um, but I loved it. Like, I, I say it looks ridiculous, but um, I, I, this is... I gotta disagree. I think that's just him. I think he's like, bro, we're gonna have fun while there's people here or not, bro. Come on. What? There's, are they invisible? I can't see them. What? Well, the, the, key, the key word is fun. Because like, yeah. that's, that's what I said earlier in the show seems to be the difference for AEW. That they, they're, they're uh, it's so easy to see the fun that they're having. Like, I, this is where we transition into talking about uh, Matt Hardy. And yeah. this, this promo of him teleporting and, uh, you, you know, like you put it and you're selling me on it. Cause I, at first I was kind of like, I don't know if Jericho's really doing it for me without the audience, but, um, you know, yelling at a drone, only one guy can get that done and it's Chris <laughs> Jericho. Um, <laughs> I mean, not just yelling, like, uh, almost, uh, what do you want to say? Negotiating <laughs> with the drone, but, um, to no, join I the mean, inner circle. Yeah, and you have the best. Uh, you wrote in these quotes here too, like Matt Hardy throwing out the whole of ass. Um, the Bucks are cool. This... You are a whole of ass. I love that. <laughs> um, I just like all of this is just uh, it keeps coming back to these guys doing what is fun to them. It doesn't always have to be like like go back to those WCW days and why that failed. Was it just kind of felt like there are too many guys going? No, this is how the business works, and. And maybe they're still doing that. Maybe that's, maybe, uh, I don't want to say that, but maybe they were thinking like the only way for the business to work is me being on top. And now it just kind of feels like the way the business works now is everybody needs to see we're having fun. Uh, because I don't see a title in the ring when Chris Jericho and Matt Hardy are arguing and it's beautiful. Um, if, you get, if you catch my drift, I'm saying there's no title so you don't have to like feign interest because you're like, well, this is the main event. No, it's just you've got two guys that are likely to go at it for the next couple months, and uh, whenever there's uh, you know pay per views again for AEW, uh, you kind of hope that 
you get a couple of old WWE, WWE guys who are escaping, uh, you know, the creative stranglehold and see what they could create, the two of them. Um, number one, an amazing challenge to them. Like, okay, you wanted this opportunity? Go set up one of the best, you know, feuds of your career. Matt Hardy, broken Matt Hardy, and and Chris Jericho going at it. Let's champion. And for us, like we we always talked about, like how this breeds, uh, uh, or the competition breeds, like better content, better creative. Um, yeah. I think just for themselves, like they're going to want to go out and just prove that this anything that they were doing, you know, Chris Jericho being a part of uh, Kevin Owens getting destroyed uh, by Goldberg, and how you know, think plans changed for WrestleMania where it was supposed to be uh, Jericho and Kevin Owens for the title, like all that stuff getting thrown out and Jericho going, God damn it. I, I, I am huge. Like you are missing it. You are yeah. fucking this up. And uh, this is it. This is where they go. No, we are fucking huge. We're going to do, I mean, like we said, uh, it can't be said enough really that they, this, this Wednesday night war again, it's over. Um, I think I think it's just what happened is NXT defined itself. AEW, I think their next challenge is to see what they can do to get up against the SmackDown numbers and Raw numbers, uh, which is difficult. Uh, there's a lot of, um, you know, tread on them tires. That uh, It's just it's tough to get up to that point. But um, I, I, I just, I, I think the, to put the capper on this, I'm loving what I'm seeing. Um, I, I so the the rest of what happened on AEW um I you know what this is the other part uh Tony Schiavone um calling out himself and saying he was nervous to call last night I if it's not about these guys having fun they seem to be way more open and honest with with what's going on and I think they they're allowed to do that because they're making so many great or uh, their own individual creative choices so then right. Shivani knows that he's got the fans backing him up. So maybe uh, we're not going to ever see that, you know, like from uh, like Morrow's just having uh, a bad day. The last thing he needs to do is, is go out and get himself more worked up by like doing some, some Twitter conversations. Um, and I'm speaking of course to, to uh, Morrow's um, uh, I'm sorry, his, uh, mental afflictions uh i can't think of what what the hell he's got um there's a whole espn 30 for 30 and hbo has a thing about it uh jesus anyway tony shivani just comes out and says fuck i'm nervous and uh i i i love that i love seeing like the openness i love seeing the human side that's coming out here and um you know going back to matt hardy what is more human than just seeing a guy that wants to have fun? Because we know that this is fake. Like, you can't get upset that he teleported because they're also not really fighting. So, um, I'm a guy, I, I've, got, I've got my fiend mask here. i got my little buddy right here. Uh, I, I love that shit. Yeah. That, that's, that's probably, I, that's what we gravitate yeah, towards. I mean, that's why yeah, The Undertaker is still relevant. Like, let's do yeah, some more I mean, fun uh, shit. Like Matt Hardy, obviously, he's not for everybody. Uh, I think he's definitely for us. Um, but I, I just a show that's going to have uh, a grown man yelling at a helicopter. Oh, um, right, a teleporting and, and man, a Brody. dinosaur man, uh, Brody. 
my God, what a promo that guy cut. Um, where he's basically, you know, he's eating a steak in front of his uh, his subordinates, and one of them dares to take a bite, and Brody just, just berates him and belittles him, you know, because the big, the real big dog, he, he eats first. I don't know if he's going to be a big lion or what, but anyway, he's uh, head of the Dark Order. He uh, definitely came off as intimidating. Uh, it was a super cool power move, um, and it's a character I think a lot of people, if you watch that, are like, whoa, I want to see more of this guy. Yeah, there's some people that are saying this is going to go, at least maybe it's hinting that this is like a Vince McMahon type of character, Um, which I think, I I don't know if I... the stakes and the sneezing, I guess, that's what I've read, but... Yeah, like, I I don't know if I I would pick that first, like, um, it just kind of feels like there's there's too much bad blood there kind of thing, like, it feels like you can't let go. Um, If that's the creative choice... I think, uh, you know, I'll wait to judge it completely until it all plays out. I'm hoping that's not it. But um, yeah, I, I just, what did I think happen, I'm, I'm a huge like, fan of. That's like this much of the pie. Like, you know, hmm. but he's also getting to kind of do his own, you know, it's not a Bray Wyatt. It's not like a caricature of Vince. It's not, you know, just the the Luke Harper that we knew. I just think it's, it's kind of a, you know, a little potpourri of all these things that he's kind of been, uh, you know, pocketing. Uh, character-wise and emotionally um, to create this new being that it, it looks like he could be a main event player. Like, he he's that strong on the mic. We love his moveset. Uh, I've, I always liked his, his big boot because um, it wasn't always that static one where you just go like this and people run into your foot. He would, like, lean into it, and then his, you know, his leg would come crashing down to really add emphasis to it. Um, his big uh, discus lariat I always liked. Uh, so it's, you know, it's, it's creativity on, you know, putting a, putting a spin on, a, you know, the old, uh, the old clothesline. You know, he, he put his own stank on it. It looks good. Um, and I don't know, Matt. That's, uh, well, plus, I mean, an amazing match of uh, Kenny Omega and Sammy Guevara. Oh, right, right. Um, that AAA Mega Championship match. I, you know what's funny? I, I, I don't know why I want to bite that belt so bad. It just, it looks like a real chunk of gold and I just want to see it kind of get that little end Yeah. Yeah. I, I, every time I see it, I just, I'm going to bite right on top of it. But no, this is, um, I mean, a super cool idea. Uh, and like, of course, of course these guys turned in like an amazing match. Uh, there's yeah. not much to, to, to say about this, but I have seen, you know what? I've, I've complained a little bit about uh, Kenny Omega and getting to see enough of him or making sure that everything makes sense when he's out in the ring or there's just been some, um, it's not even confusing. It's just maybe some laziness in his booking. Like it, there isn't, there isn't too many long-term feuds, um, so, you know, except for like the John Moxley stuff, but yeah. Uh, I think that's I think that's a fair criticism for AEW. It kind of feels like you have he's just, you, he's you just have there Kenny to Omega. like help somebody prove prove themselves. Yeah, and so he just kind of floats around, um, you know, in these you know one or two week feuds. So I think that's fair. So um, I, I, I was just gonna say the you know kind of going back and forth with like what you said was the main event with uh, goodness gracious Omega. Mm-hmm. On the on the other end, Matt, like <laughs> he doesn't have any feuds, and NXT is just kind of like leading, clinging to like the one feud they've had over the last year, and that was Champ with Gargano. 
Right. Remember last year we were supposed to get the big payoff match and Champa hurt his neck? Yep. So NXT did overtime, uh, went over the 10 p.m. limit uh, so Triple H could come out and say, this is the end. This is the last time you guys are fighting each other. And if you fight again after, something bad's going to happen. So, like, Triple H cut a heel promo on a heel and a face. So, basically, when he said something bad's going to happen, both of these guys are jumping over to AEW, and they're going to do a you're both fired match. Yeah. Okay. I just... That That was was my instinct. That's what I figured. (laughs) Uh, You know how good Triple H is. He was really good on commentary uh, the other night. Yeah. Uh, I think he's really good off the cuff. Uh, He's cut good promos that's where he you know that's how he got where he's at but it was just weird because he said to gargano and champa um you guys are gonna end it all right it's not gonna be in wrestlemania i'm gonna get you an empty building and you guys are gonna end it uh cool thanks to covid like every building's empty what kind of what kind of offer is that all right listen you guys I am going to sell you air. I know you're breathing right now, but I'm going to sell you some air. What do you think of that? Sounds good to me. Sign me up. I was just kind of like, is this really that that big of a... I mean, I'd rather they were in a boneyard. I I don't understand what an empty (laughs) building... What does that even mean? We're in an empty building. We're in one right now cutting this promo. WrestleMania is in an empty building. Are we going to fight at WrestleMania? And it's kind of... um. It's kind. It's kind of, uh, um, uh, uh, I guess, alluded to that that won't be at WrestleMania weekend. So I don't know how big a deal this match is going to be. Is it? Is it next week? Aren't they doing? I don't know. They said it might be in two weeks, but WrestleMania is kind of in two weeks, but not really. Uh, so it might main event an episode of NXT. So yeah. What'll be, um, they're doing, right, like that they're ladder match. kind of doing a takeover right. thing, but that... not really. Right. Like, it's like some takeover yeah. match is planned for takeover. Yeah. So. You're not super stoked? Hey-ho! I, hey, I will say, if, if, we aren't, if we aren't excited about it, that does go against sometimes what we say, where it's just like, you know what? These cool matches are happening. Like, let's just enjoy the fact that we get to see them. So sometimes that's that's kind of what we have to step back. And, it, it, like, the situation sucks, but, I mean, we should still enjoy a, a Gargano-Champa match. Like, um, Absolutely. Yeah, they're wonderful. Um, it's, just, I, it's just astounding that the booking is just... Um, man, I have a question for you. Would you rather watch Gargano and Champa in a this is the end empty arena match or where they both go to AEW after? No. Oh. Or Velveteen Dream. Yeah. Versus Orange Cassidy. Oh. Um that is super intriguing. Oh my god. Oh, the parallels of both of their like like the the fandom that they have um, and probably their career track of never winning a title. Ooh, doggies. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm going to go with dream and orange Cassidy on that one. Guess what? 
in this universe, you can get both. Champ and Gargano are going to fight in two weeks. Velveteen and Orange Cassidy have already fought, and it's on YouTube. Oh, cool. This isn't old Velveteen where he's not his character. Velveteen is the North American champion in this fight and Evolve fighting Orange Cassidy at the peak of his powers with a bottle of orange juice at ringside. <laughs> all right, cool. Yeah, so I'm putting my, my money where my mouth is because that, uh, that would be me going, all right, the match exists, so I should be happy and I should just yep. go watch it. So, But you're not allowed to watch it for today. two weeks, man. You're going <laughs> to watch it while the rest of us are watching Champ and Gargano. All right, I'll live tweet that. I'll go for my <laughs> at Clink Matt. Um, all right, so if you want to follow along, though, on our, our regular Twitter account, go to at yeah. uh, BOD Podcast. Uh, find us on Instagram. For all of our memeing is uh, brothers underscore of underscore, uh, underscore discussion. Got to point out, wearing the Red Wings hat, find uh, our Red Wings podcast. We are at uh, BOD Hockey, and we are the Discussion 5. Um, what else? Uh, Five time. What I what I want you guys to check out is is just a quick promo. So I'm trying to I'm, I'm trying to help out our uh, the hockey podcast network a little bit here. Uh, but one of would our affiliates your, is would it CBD. Help your promo if I pretended I was a helicopter. Well, if you do that, people are only going to see me talking. So you could do that, and then nobody will see you. So you can have fun on your camera if you like. <laughs> okay, I feel uh, like it's going to sound like a weird ASML video or whatever those were. It's just me going. It's so fun. I, I, everybody's gonna, I hope everybody sees this, but I thought somebody just said my name behind me, so I just like jumped up and <laughs> turned around. All right. Yeah. Uh, so uh, one of our affiliates with the uh, Hockey Podcast Network is CBD Medic. Uh, we are uh, looking forward to hopefully doing some work, uh, but in the meantime, uh, THPN will get you 10% off anything site-wide. So the link is going to be something we're going to share on uh, BOD podcast at BOD podcast on Twitter. Highly recommend you guys check this stuff out. Now I, I am an avid affiliate fan when I'm listening to podcasts because you get these huge discounts and all you got to do is follow like a single link on a podcast. So go to at BOD podcast, click the link that I'm going to share. Uh, it'll be going out uh, for what day is today. So it'll be Friday morning. Uh, and then use the code THPN to get 10% off site-wide. And again, uh, that's helping out the Hockey Podcast Network, who are our new buddies and why I'm wearing this Red Wings hat right now to remind you guys to, to check out uh, at BOD Hockey and the Discussion 5 if you're a fan of the Detroit Red Wings. So uh, Mike is making fun of me. Again, he doesn't remember. Nobody can see uh, his webcam while I'm talking. Uh, what? So Damn it. I'm doing all this hijinks for nothing. Yep. Oh, man. All right. I'll just make myself laugh over here. Matt, as you were. Well, uh, that's it. So everybody, thanks for tuning in. Uh, subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. We greatly appreciate it. Uh, even if you're watching this on IGTV or YouTube, uh, I, I do hope that uh, you could take a moment. Uh, do us that favor. We, we're on episode 123. We're just going to keep on rolling even through COVID-19. So oh, yeah. uh, as a favor, we're now giving you video content because we love you guys so much so uh share this stuff and uh please on apple Podcasts, it's going to help this podcast move up the ranks and of course like i said check out that link at bod podcast so you can get uh, 10 percent off your cbd supplies Woohoo! all right thanks everybody for tuning in wait man oh. before we go 
yeah. want you to do one last thing for me. On yep. camera. Give us one big. Randy! <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Oh, you got your McIntyre shirt on! Yeah. My big Randy! I got my McIntyre oh. with his big old schlong sword. It says schlong sword. Holding it right at his dick. Is he going to have sex with a sheath? I don't understand what that means. I, had to, I would hate to see his uh, significant other. Uh, all right, broke. let's do it. Randy! All right, everybody. <laughs> let's sail off into the sunset. Mike, thank you for doing a video recording with me. I appreciate it. Oh, yeah! All right, bye, everybody. <laughs>